Hey everyone and welcome to the Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party, causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host Michael Montalvo, and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. In this episode we examine the events that occurred October 19th. Well, it's October, and after the mishap of last week, and if I'm being honest, this week, getting the episode out late, I thought I would revisit what the month is known for. To recap, October starts with an O, and it has Halloween at the end. It's also most well known for King Ludwig of Bavaria. This time, I thought we would look at one of the big three of Halloween, some might even say the biggest. Some might even say, Michael Myers. Mike Myers is a Canadian actor, comedian, writer, and producer born in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, May 25, 1963, to parents Eric and Alice Myers. Interesting side note here, his parents were actually English immigrants from Liverpool and both served during World War II. According to Wikipedia, Myers began performing in commercials at only two years old, so pretty young, and honestly, this whole thing began as a joke, and I'm learning some very interesting things about Mike Myers, so I may revisit it in the future. Did you know he starred in a commercial with Gilda Radner and moved to England where he starred in a children's show? He was actually one of the founders of the Comedy Store Players, so that's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty, pretty cool. The Mike Myers that we are talking about has a bit of a darker past. The year was 1957, and on this day, October 19th, the killer, Michael Myers, was born. Myers was the second of three children born to parents Peter and Edith Myers. He had an older sister, Judith, and a younger sister, Laurie Strode, but we will talk about her a bit more in a moment. The Myers family lived a relatively normal life until 1963 when Michael claimed that he was hearing a voice in his head telling him to do horrible things such as saying that he hates people. It was a bit of a son of Sam situation. He would have nightmares of past events, past murders to be more precise, with one taking place all the way back to the early days of the Celtic Age. All of this would eventually grow to be too much for the young Michael Myers, and honestly, it would be too much for anyone. It all came to a climax when, at six years old, on October 31st, 1963, Myers stabbed his sister Judith to death with a kitchen knife. This was done in response to her spending a moment with her boyfriend instead of babysitting him. What's perhaps one of the most chilling details of the story is that after committing this crime, he walked downstairs in his clown costume and simply waited for police and his parents to show up. Following this, Myers was taken to Smith Grove Sanitarium where he became the patient of Dr. Samuel Loomis. Loomis would later say, Michael Myers is the most dangerous patient I've ever observed. He's covering up. This catatonia is a conscious act. There is an instinctive force within him. He's waiting. Myers would spend a silent 15 years at the hospital under the care of Dr. Loomis until he destroyed his room, carving his sister's name into his door, 
and releasing other patients before breaking out of the hospital and vanishing into the night. This was all done as Loomis and Nurse Marion Chambers were preparing to get Myers ready for his court hearing. From here, Michael Myers began a killing spree that lasted 44 years. Of course, I am talking about the movie series Halloween. The character was created by John Carpenter and has been appearing in films and other media since 1978's Halloween and has been portrayed by many actors including Nick Castle and most recently James Jude Courtney in Halloween Ends, a film that tells the end of the Laurie Strode-Michael Myers conflict. He has been described as pure evil and is portrayed as an elusive boogeyman wearing a Captain Kirk mask painted white as well as a boiler suit, and carrying a chef's knife. The inspiration for the character came from the head of Miracle Films. Hold on, I say inspiration, but it's really inspiration in name only, as the man was named Michael Myers as well. He was named after the real Myers because Myers, the real one, distributed Carpenter's film Assault on Precinct 13. The other part of the inspiration, according to Wikipedia, was a class visit to a mental institution Carpenter took while in college. While there, he saw a young boy who gave a schizophrenic stare, a real evil stare, which Carpenter found unsettling, creepy, and completely insane. Those are all his words, not mine. For the most part, Myers comes across as an unstoppable force, an unsettling character that shows how deep and deranged the human mind can, and sometimes does, go. Obviously, it would take much more to really dive into the history of Michael Myers, and if that's something you're interested in, please do so, or let me know. Looking over the series in my brief dive, it pulled up some really interesting things, and it was... I don't want to say interesting, but it was interesting to kind of go back and look at the series as a whole and Myers' impact on the entire thing. So I may need to revisit it in the future. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Crouch Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.